Hello, friends. Jim Nance of CBS Sports, and you're listening to The Shag Bag Show with my great friend, David Marzetti. Shagbag Show live on the radio again for another Saturday morning, live from the Oldest Course, West of the Mississippi, home of the Dukes Club, home of the Shagbag Show for over 20 years. Celebrated 20. Seems like it, you know, it's, it's funny because it uh, seems like it was not that long ago, but it was already April. April 2nd, 20 years on the Shagbag Show. Unbelievable. Time flies. We're having fun. We're always having fun, fun, fun. Till the daddy takes the tea right away. It's July 30th, the last Saturday of the month. Flying by, here we go. We told you that. We told you that. We told you that. We told you that at the beginning of the year. Remember? I said, uh, turn around and it'll be July. And then we'll turn around and it'll be Christmas. So, Merry Christmas, one and all. And to all a good night. <sighs> so, I'm here, which means, you know what that means, right? It means I didn't win. That's what that means. I did not win. Because if I hit one, if I hit it, all you'd hear this morning is the program you are trying to reach is not available. Please hang up and try again. Yeah, but we gotta play. So we thought we had the lucky numbers, but we didn't. We just at least a little off, just a little off. Show 1,059 in a row for the Shack Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM. For your Saturday morning, good morning to our three biggest fans. My lovely wife, Terry Puff, the Wonder Dog, and Soleil the Rocket. She's still the Rocket. She's over a year old now, but she's settling down, but she can still take off. So, we still call her the Rocket. Uh, let's see. Last night, had some fun in Carmel. It was the very last in a series of five, the summer music series at Carmel Plaza. You're truly the host at MC every uh, every Friday, and so that was that was fun. Went, went by pretty fast, too. We had uh, good bands every Friday. Last night, finishing off our series was Chicano uh, All-Stars. So that was cool. So thanks to everyone who came out. A lot of people came out every Friday. So for the food and the wine and the music, that was a lot of fun. So we'll do it again next next year, I guess. Yeah. Let's see. What's happening? Oh, we're playing... Uh, me and Mikey Murata on the accordion, Dave Dowley on the violin. We're going to be doing our international trio set gig. First Friday, coming up uh, August 5th, first Friday at Jack's in the Portola Plaza Hotel and Spa. And that'll be that whole that whole walkway, that mall there through uh, the end of Alvarado, Alvarado Street there. So that'll be a lot of fun. So join us for the first Friday celebration, August 5th, the first Friday of August already. Coming up. That'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. And also, speaking of food and wine, the Salinas Family Food and Wine Festival happening August 6th, next Saturday. And that would be in Salinas. So that's always a great time. So make sure you get your uh, tickets and make sure you make your plans for that because that's got to be fun. What else is going on? Um, oh, yeah. 
So, the last two years in a row, I've, I somehow won the best radio TV personality through the Monterey County Readers Poll, the Monterey County Herald. And I was never in. I never ended up in the uh, Monterey County Weekly, but now I am. Just sort of a surprise. But uh, that's kind of cool. That uh, saw the uh, people were sending me this thing that had that would look like a ballot thing that had uh, my name in it is uh, one of the uh, you know one of the final people in it. And I thought that's kind of wild. And uh, it turns out it was uh, the Monterey County Weekly. So there's like they did the prelims in June and then the finals. There's like four or five of us in there. And uh, so if you get a chance and you see that, go online and uh, post your vote. And hopefully you can spare a vote for yours truly because that would be cool, you know. Never really thought about winning that one. So that would be cool. But the uh, we'll, we'll just see what happens. Congre- just to be nominated is a victory. That's what they say. All right. Hey, hi to uh, Will the Thrill and all the people listening out here at Del Monte in the car barn and out at the Starters Gate and on the uh, and uh, on the carts out there, Carol, and of course we got Don out there tooling around on the Marshalls carts. So, hi to everybody listening here at Del Monte, and hi to you for listening. We appreciate you very much, and it's all brought to us by the good folks at the Pebble Beach Company. Check out lodging, dining, golf specials online at pebblebeach.com. That's where you can find it, pebblebeach.com. Del Monte Golf Course on the Dukes Club, home of the Shag Bag Show for over 20 years. We'll be talking to, I think, Neil Allen, the head guy, is going to come over and talk to us in a little while, because we have the playing of the 72nd Annual Monterey City Am out here at Del Monte got uh, several familiar faces out here in various categories and we'll see what happens because it's uh, that is the that is the locals tournament that is for sure at your local golf course of Del Monte since 1897 uh sandbar grill speaking of sandbar and grill Craig Ling's in it he's in the let's see he would be in the let's see what flight is he in not the net not the championship not the seniors the Super Seniors, Craig Lincoln's and the Super Seniors. And it's funny because I was reading down this list, and there's actually a guy, and for those Caddyshack fans out there, his last name is Noonan. Noonan. But anyway, Craig Ling is in the middle of the pack right now. Let's see, shot in round one, he shot uh, 85. So Craig Ling's hanging in there. Hopefully he'll have a good day today out here and uh, make a move. It was on Saturday, a moving day out here at Del Monte. So... But Sandbar and Grill is his place under Wharf Number Two. It's your place too, of course. The locals hang out for sure, especially the bar scene. Happy hour specials all the time. Um, where locals meet to eat: fresh salads, seafood, steaks. Famous for their sand dabs. For lunch, try the Dungeness crab prawn and avocado melt. That's yummy. A fresh crab louis always good. Wash down a little Pinot Grigio or something like that. For dinner, daily specials always the way to go. You can try that seafood penne pasta. That's good. It's got the girl the cream sauce, and it's got the, uh, the prawns and the scallops in there. And it's all melty and nice and yummy. I've had it, as you can tell. <laughs> uh, the Golf Mart Superstore, home of the 90-day return. We'll talk to those guys a little bit later on. Vic the Sandbagger, see what's happening in the world of golf retail. The Monterey County Herald. Every Friday, they post the guests of the Saturday Shagbag Show. 
Your local source for breaking news, sports, business, classifieds, and entertainment of Monterey. Carousel Candies, left-hand side of the wharf as you're walking down. You can't miss it. Just follow your nose. All those yummy smells coming out of there. They ship worldwide, by the way. And they don't do any preservatives or any funny business in the, the homemade chocolates and the candies. They make. It's all fresh, natural stuff. CarouselCandies.com. Looking for that special dining experience? Try one of Kevin Phillips' restaurants, Beach House, Lover's Point, Sunset Supper Menu, Amazing Views, Abalone and Fisherman's Wharf, Outdoor Patio, Calamari Specials Galore, like a hundred different ways to get to the Marty Special is one of the very popular ones there with the eggplant and the calamari. And pet-friendly patio there, it's Abilene on the wharf. Rockfish Harbor, the end of the wharf. And, of course, the icon, the whaling station, Cannery Row, USDA Primes, Steaks, Hand Tossed Caesars. They do that table side. It's kind of a lost thing, isn't it? But that's always nice to have. And a bar menu with specials under 20 bucks. You can try the prime rib egg rolls or famous steak sandwich on garlic toast. Golfguide.net for the player and you. Elad Communications did our website. They can do yours. Check us out. Shagbagshow.com. Jacob's team reality. Buying and selling. Let Joe and Jen walk you through it carefully, lovingly, professionally, easily, quickly, expeditiously. All the leads. Join Jen. They are the Monterey Peninsula's award-winning mother-daughter real estate team. Jacobsteamhomes.com. Foolish Times. Free, funny, fabulous. Pick one up. that will make you smile. Express employment professionals. Paul and Mary Wyant have a uh, husband and wife. Staffing Solutions Company. Help you find a gig or help you find employees. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I know it's a tough thing right now, but uh, they'll do their very best. SeamanExpressPros.com. It's not finding the employees. It's getting the employees to show up after you hire them. That's, that's the, the thing I've been hearing all the time now. I've been hearing this thing where people apply for the job. This is coming from people like Rich Pepe and Kevin Phillips and stuff like that. Restaurateurs. Uh... Restaurateurs, restaurateurs, because I can't, I can't stand it when I say the restaurant tours. It's not restaurant tours, it's restaurateurs. So anyway, uh, where was I? Oh yeah. So they say they hire the people, they interview the people. Now they interview the people. They, you know, they apply, interview, go through the whole process, some training maybe. They're hired and everything. Then they don't show up. That's it. They just don't show up for work. So they said between that. And the new thing that's, that's, uh, that has been going on in this generation of the texting the people that someone's not coming in, they said they're not, uh, they're not, they don't dig that scene. It used to be, you know, call in or get someone to cover for you for your shift or something like that, or you know, fake something. Uh, I'm sick, can't come in. You know, one of those. Uh, but now they just text. Can't make it tonight. <laughs> so, you know, check you later. And then, they, and then they show up the next day for work like nothing happened. Okay. That's crazy. But uh, expresspros.com, they can help you find somebody, hopefully. By the way, Paul Wyant has his own show right here on the station at 1030 every Saturday called What's the Plan? So check that out. It's always fun. Monterey Fish Company, South Golly, and all the Goombatis at the end of Wharf Number 2 with the freshest fish and all the local fish. We're going to call him in a little while, find out what's happening with his stock and uh, what's what's available there on ice. Uh, Armanosco Public Relations deepers the community, longstanding relationships with city business community leaders throughout our rich and diverse Central Coast community. Dave Armanosco. Armanosco Public Relations, spreading the word since 1985. And Monterey Magic Club, 
That's uh, there at the Custom House Plaza, beautiful 100-seat theater. It's got uh, magicians that are on the tour, you know, so like the comedians do the circuit. They go to Atlantic City, you know, Branson, Reno, Vegas, all that stuff. These guys do that same thing. So they do the tour. You've seen them on TV like AGT and other television shows, and they're right here in Monterey, MontereyMagicClub.com. Coastal Roots Hospitality, there are three amazing restaurants, Rio Grill at the Crossroads, Turning up the flavor with Southwestern Flair Tarpies, Highway 68, Refreshing Courtyard Dining, and Montreal Bistro Cali P in downtown Monterey. Fine dining, easy elegance, coastal roots. And last but not least, Parasol Dermatology. Who is that and what is that? We're going to find out this hour. Shag Bag Show, Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning, live from Del Monte, July 30, show 1059. Got a text here uh, from our friend Kevin Phillips, who was going to be with us this morning, but just feeling that great, so he's not with us. Um, says, waited all month for the Shane Show. Absolutely no better. No one's better at his craft. Always does the show without notes, which is totally true. Kevin, thanks for checking in. Also want to say hi to the Pepe's this morning in uh, Salerno, Italy. Uh, let's see. What time is it over there? Oh, it's probably about four. About, well, it's about happy hour over there. Yeah, it's about five o'clock. They're on the, the yachts, the Pepe Cello in Salerno, Calabria. So... They were in Switzerland and sent a bunch of pictures to us last week, like Mont Blanc and all the stuff that we got to see on the Tour de France. They were actually there hiking with the Jack Galante group. And then down to uh, Italia. So, can't wait for those guys to get back, but I know they're having a great time. All right. On the show today... Pick the sandbagger from the Gulf Mart Superstore, Neil Allen from the shop next door with an update on what's happening in Beer Del Monte, including, of course, the uh, the City Am that's being played out here. Uh, Sal Tringali from Monterey Fish Company, Shane Dahlman, we're going to give him a call. And we've got Dr. Christina Volante, who's celebrating a sixth anniversary today. Very special, very special day for Christina today. And our first guest... For Monterey City Council, mayoral candidates, it's our good friend, Tyler Williamson. <laughs> wait, 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 we got to get you up here. Oh, there you go. I was just saying, now I'm hungry. You I know, huh? talked a lot about food. I know. That's all. It's not really breakfast comes. stuff, but I, I would eat it now, all of it. Right? Absolutely. I voted for you, by the way. You did? In yeah. The, in the Coast Week? I saw that, and I got really excited. So. Thank you. Yeah. Just want to. Put another plug there. I voted for you too. Hey, <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, "How did I even get on here?" That's what I said. <laughs> I said, "How do you ever get on here?" No, I, I said, "How do I ever get on here?" That's what I meant. So, uh, welcome. Thank you. We were just talking. It's funny because uh, Neil Allen was in here before you got here, the head pro, and he says, "Oh yeah, yeah, Tyler. He's a he is a very up upbeat guy, great guy." He says, "I was was I in the show with him?" I said, "Yeah, you were." It's a couple of years, and it, yeah. uh, it was our it was the last show before the grill closed down. Oh uh, yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Dang, that, that was, was weird, wasn't it? It feels like a whole different life. Like <laughs> it was another world. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly it. it. Totally was. So what's happening? Man, well, uh, nothing. 
<laughs> you know, little things, little yeah. things. Um, I, I just got to say, before we jump into it, you were identifying first night next mm-hmm. Friday. What time are people... First Friday. What time are, are people supposed to show up there? That's that's for them to figure out. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> we'll see you when we see you. I, I think 5 o'clock. I think so, too. I think that's about right. I just wanted to make like, sure. Or 4 o'clock. It's I like 4 or 5 o'clock. I'll come see you guys. Yeah, 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 please do. Absolutely. That'll be fun. Absolutely. You're right down the street from me, so. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so, I mean, we did this last weekend, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's just uh, a lot of good stuff going on in, in the community, including me running for mayor, and I'm just really excited to get the campaign up and running here, so. So four years on the council. Four How years. was that, by the way? It was um, It was wonderful. Well, what was There's a lot of mixed emotions, but uh, for the most part, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I get to meet wonderful people like you. I didn't know you before I ran for council. Right? And come on, that like enough said, mic drop right there. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Vote for Marzetti and vote for Marzetti and Williamson. That's the ticket the right Monterey, there. The Monterey County <laughs> Weekly poll. For president, what are you talking about? (laughs) President and vice president. Exactly, exactly. Uh, So, so the uh, the four years went well. Now, how did the decision happen? What did it just happen naturally to move on? Yeah, yeah. So, or did people come to you and say, "You got to do it"? I mean, there there were a lot of folks that came to me um, after I got elected, and um, you know, it was in a more of a casual space. So really wasn't entertained by the idea of running for mayor. Um, it just kind of seemed overwhelming, a bigger job, um, but really still one of five votes on the council. So I wasn't really sure, um, I wasn't interested. That wasn't that wasn't my goal when I got onto the council. But right. I had some con- a conversation with some residents, a, an intentional sit down conversation in November, last last November. And, right. Uh, the idea of me running came up and and uh, I had a lot of sleepless nights for the next few months after that, just really contemplating the idea of whether or not I should run for mayor. And, and um, you know, I, I think there's an opportunity here to keep moving Monterey forward. So when, when I ran the first time, my, my campaign slogan was, let's move Monterey forward. And, and I think I've done that in a lot of ways. A lot of my campaign promises that I made um, when I was running for council, um, we've achieved. And I had a lot of support from my colleagues, and um, I'm just super excited for the opportunity for us to continue doing that. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity for us to work better with our neighbors, a lot of regional leadership and collaboration um, on a lot of hard issues that um, we need to solve, like housing, which is something that we discussed a lot last week, Um, water, transportation. These are some regional issues, and there's... I think there's a little bit of a leadership vacuum um, in the county, and, and a lot of people are just beating their heads up against the wall about how do we solve these things, if at all. So um, I'm, I'm super excited to have a really good campaign, get that message out there, and, and hopefully the voters in Monterey will support me representing them on the council in, in November. So do you do you ever glean anything from the other, not only council members, but uh, the the mayor the former mayors anything like that you ever look at them and say that's 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 interesting that you think that or that you're doing that because if i were mayor i would do this and that Hmm. Hmm. i would do it this way yeah yeah i mean this is this is the interesting thing about the way that i approach my relationship with being on the council which is we need to be able to respect 
and appreciate the things that our predecessors have done that have led us here. Because frankly, Monterey is a great city. Um, I, I mean, I, there's a reason why I, I've settled down here, here after living a life as a as a Navy brat and, and moving around the world. Um, there's a reason why I settled down here, and and I have to thank those that were, um, you know, in positions of leadership that have led to making Monterey such a wonderful place to live. Um, but there are some some areas where I feel like, um, you know, there's just a little bit of a little bit of a representation missing, right? So there's a lot of young folks I think coming into this town. I've had a lot of friends that have moved away because of the high cost of living. Um, and so, you know, I think that there's a way, particularly around the issue of housing, I think that there's this feeling we don't want to destroy the look and the feel of Monterey. We don't want to destroy that that tight-knit community feel. And I would argue by us doing nothing, um, by us kind of sitting on our hands and letting this housing issue become worse, we're actually doing the thing that we're trying to avoid. We're getting rid of that kind of community feeling because people can't afford the cost of living here and so they have to move somewhere else um and then we're going to get people and, and this is what's happening we're getting people coming from the bay area um getting second homes so they can come down here on the weekends and and texas uh, texas yeah yeah a lot of texas. i have a neighbor across the street who wonderful human being lover to pieces um but i mean it just defines exactly the point that you made so you know i think if we can create more housing and do it in a way that respects the look and the feel of the city of Monterey, right? Do it within our style, our way, have control over how we do it, which by the way, if we don't do anything, the state's going to step in and do it the way that they want to do it. So it's behoove of us to, um, to, to take lead here and figure this out, find the solutions, maintain that local control. Um, but if we don't, I think higher levels of government are, are we're already seeing signs of of them doing that. So, you know, getting back to your question in regards to, you know, seeing prior mayors, I, I, I respect them and, and, and I appreciate, um, you know, them representing the city at the time that they have. But I think that there is an opportunity here for us to look forward to the future and and be integrated with the community and understanding the direction that not only the city of Monterey is going, but but the world. Um, um, we, we need to build more housing and there's just no other way around that when, when it comes to the high cost of housing um, a lot argue that the main driver for the high cost of housing is a supply and demand issue so as the population continues to grow we don't increase the supply of housing um, and so what happens is the people at the top continue to outbid everybody else and that increases the cost and then the people at the bottom because there's no more housing, they get pushed out. And then we see homelessness and um, people being unhoused. Uh, and so I would I would say that it's not just an issue for those that are being pushed out at the bottom. This is a issue for the entire community. So we really need to come together and uh, make sure that we're taking care of everybody. Because if, if you fall on your luck, should you should you end up living on the streets? I, and, and, and what's the implications of that? Are we using our public dollars, resource dollars in the right way. So I think about our public safety, right? I'm sure folks, if you drive on Del Monte you've, and, and you look out kind of across Lake Alistair where, where Monterey Beach is, you've seen the tents lined up on the beach there. And then our police respond, you know, police officers are responding to that. Um, you know, we have a lot of green belts in the city of Monterey. 
our firefighters what might have to go out there to put out fires that are started by these encampments in the green belts we're, we're having to make an investment putting a band-aid on on something when we can get to the core of what the problem is which is the affordability of housing yeah it's a lot i know it's a it's a it's a it's a lot but i'm up for the challenge and and uh i you know i i think the key about it all is there are so many different organizations whether they're agencies public agencies whether they're nonprofit organizations whether it's the business sector everybody recognizes that these are problems but there's no real leadership to pull everybody together and uh say you know let's figure this out let's let's collaborate and let's come up with a solution to where we feel good about the vision that we're taking i've had folks in the business community say that they want to invest in affordable housing they want to invest in helping to solve the homelessness crisis but there's no leadership so why invest in something when you don't really know if it's going to truly solve the problem which you're trying to tackle so what's the uh, number one thing that the citizens of monterey can do vote in november (laughs) (laughs) exactly voting is important and and you know if you have a little extra energy in you i'd love uh to have some some more volunteers to come out and knock on doors because it's having those conversations directly with with residents that's going to be what wins this campaign. i was going to ask you about that what what do you think what's what's your plan for the the campaign yeah so it, it literally is all about knocking on doors yeah um you know what i think you're right it is i mean so when I ran in 18, in 2018, uh, I personally, I had volunteers then too, but I had them knock on other parts uh, I, other parts of town. I knocked on every single door in my neighborhood. I live in Old Town. Um, I knocked on every single door, whether they were registered to vote or not, whether they were registered as Democrat, Republican, whatever have you, I, yeah. I knocked on every single door. Yeah. And when you look at the data, uh, the precinct data of uh, voter turnout and how right. many people voted for who, right. um, I clearly did the best by far in, in my own neighborhood. Um, and, and I think it's a direct um, sign of that canvassing and those conversations. To, so, I, you know, it's just kind of why reinvent the wheel when you right. know something works good. Right. So. What about, uh, what about uh, people of Monterey being engaged disengaged interested not interested well i get it right um if if you feel like if you look at the council and you don't see yourself in them and you don't see them addressing the issues that are important to you yeah why what are you engaging for right um and and i think that's kind of part of what's so great about um this opportunity that we have with with me um as as the potential future mayor because um, I, I think the issues that I'm trying to focus on for the community um, are, are issues that particularly young, are important to younger people um, in town, right? If, if you can imagine that high cost of living is gonna affect people that are earlier on in their careers that are struggling to kind of create stable um, household um, and, and afford the cost of living. So, um, you know, I think it's just kind of making sure that the issues that are important to folks are being addressed um, because then it goes to another important issue which is, is civic engagement which I think is what you're getting at there and frankly at the end of the day if we're not engaging the public if we're not hearing from them then 
we're doing a disservice to what it means to live in a democracy because you know you can say you live in a democracy but if people aren't engaged in that process uh, then then it's not for of the people because the people aren't aren't really there to provide that feedback and input and in the city of Monterey 66 percent of our residents are renters um, that's by far a majority of, of our community but what I've seen in, on, on sitting on the council is a lot of homeowners show up to the council meetings and speak during public comment, which nothing against homeowners. I'm a homeowner. Um, so we need to hear from, from them as well. But when the majority of our residents um, are far less represented, I think that there's an issue there. I think that there's um, a failure on our part to be able to make sure that we have that diversity of thought that's so critical in us coming up with the best solutions, right? So people might think differently, but I think that there's an opportunity to bring folks from different perspectives together so that we can come up with the best solution for, for our community and, and folks don't feel like they have to be disengaged in, in what's going on in their local city government. There you go. You just heard it right there. I'm sure that's, uh, that's uh, hit home with a lot of people. So Tyler Williamson running for... Mayor of uh, what? Oh, Monterey. <laughs> <laughs> you know that one town, that beautiful spot Monterey on the by the Bay coast. That's right. All right, Tyler Williams. So they can go online. Go online. Tyler for Monterey org is is my campaign website, and uh, I, I will use the moment to say that uh, I have two L's in my name. That's right. That is right. So, but and they're both in the first name. They're both. <laughs> Well, you know, I have two L's in actually yeah. each of my names. Yes, you do. <laughs> so it's a it's a thing. Uh, but even if you forget the L in TylerForMonterey.org, uh, we got the the uh, domain for Tyler with one L as well. You know, just in <laughs> okay, case. Just in case. Just in case. So, um, yeah, TylerForMonterey.org. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all those good things. You know, I try to make myself as as publicly um, available as possible. So please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. There you go. Thank you, my friend. Absolutely. Again, vote for David Marzetti, Mark County <laughs> Weekly. That's right. Best in class. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. See you again soon. Shagbag Show, Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning live from Del Monte. It's Dave Marzetti, slave over hot control board so you don't have to. Uh, July 30th, show number 1059. Still on the show, we got uh, Shane, we got uh, Sal. We got uh, Vic and uh, we got Neil. Oh, boy, we got a lot of people coming up. But we got Dr. Christina Bolante from Parasol Dermatology. We're going to get to her right now. Christina, before we go on, happy anniversary. Thank you so much. It's uh, number six for Javier and I. So I'm not sure we're supposed to get each other for our sixth um, wedding anniversary, but I'm pretty sure it involves golf. So here yeah, it's I think go, I think mm -hmm. number six is the putter or something like that. Something like that. Something like yeah. That. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite sure, but I'm sure it's golf. I'm sure there's one for golf. So. Yeah. Javier out here putting around. A member, a proud member of the Dukes Club. So it's good to see him out there with uh, his headphones on and uh, putting around. I think he's listening to the show. So. Ah, hi, Javier. Good to see you out there playing around. And I just saw, speaking of uh, out on the golf course, I just saw a good friend Craig Ling, who we were just talking about earlier from the sandbar. He's just teed off uh, number one here, so I guess he's probably on the turn or something like that. But anyway, we'll get to Neil and talk more about that. But uh, so, Parasol Dermatology, congratulations on that. It's Thank rather you. new, isn't it? It is. So we opened June 9th. Yeah. Um, and just like you and Tyler, we are also in the Monterey County Weekly. Uh -huh. 
So um, just so you know, when you go on there, you have to vote for 20. Mm-hmm. And so we are... And not for, the same one 20 times, exactly, unfortunately. Exactly, because I tried it for both of you, and it didn't work. Um, yeah, I got a couple of emails about that. Yeah. No, so you have to go on, you have to vote for 20 categories. Paracel Dermatology is up for Best New Business. Um, it is the very, very last category, so it's actually easy to Makes find. Makes it easy. It's really easy to find. It's like, you know, people are tired, you just want to push one. No, get go there first, and then work your way backwards. No, so you have to vote for 20, so vote for your, um, 20 of your favorites. Um, but no, we would appreciate a vote. If you come in our office and you vote, we do have cookies um, for you. <laughs> you know, it's, um, but no, I, I agree. You know, it is it is really nice just to see our name out there. Um, we're really proud of what we do. I think a lot of what you guys talked about already today um, hits home with me. You know, being a small business owner in Monterey, um, it is hard to get good people. I am so proud of my staff. They come in on time. They're very dependable. Um, but as we expand, you know, it is housing becomes an issue. And with gas prices the way they are, commuting becomes an issue. And so um, I, I see the issues that you guys have and the Pepe's with the employees. Yeah. Um, because, as I always say, you know, who we hire and who we put on our bus is so important to us. So, um, very, very relevant. Um, yeah. I do want to recap. Um, the Friday night starts at 5, goes from 5 to 8. I looked that up. Oh, um, really? Yes, yeah, I'm a little fact-finding here. Ah, um, first Friday in August. First Friday, 5 to 8. Okay. So, um, but no, Parasol's off to a great start. Um, we're getting patients in. Really proud of the work that we're doing. Yeah, and we're out here at the golf course, and uh, a lot of times these golfers that you see always have a few little issues because I don't know of any golfers really that that take care of their skin very well while we're out there, you know? Yeah, I think that, you know, you're so focused on what you're doing and your yeah. play, and obviously you're, you're in your game. Whether you're having a great time or you're really serious about golf, um, I hope we, hopefully you can be both. Um, but I think that the number one thing that we see with the golfers is just sunscreen. My, my take-home point is always sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. No matter what you do, no matter if you are a teenager just getting into the game and you're out here, or if in your 90s and you're just out having fun with your friends, um, sunscreen is the key to skin success on the course. Um, and there's lots of different types. I know I hear from my patients that oh, I don't like it. It's greasy. Yeah. Well, I try the spray one. So my advice is always to experiment, to find one that dries in your skin fairly quickly, put it on before you even hit the course so that you know that you're protected for at least the first nine holes. And depending on how fast your round is going, usually you need to reapply at the turn. You need to reapply. And whether it's you have a cream, you can use some of the sprays, that's fine, but you just can't spray it on. You have to spray it on and rub it in. Um, and I taught my five-year-old how to do it, so I think that you guys exactly. Can do that. Um, if your skin, if your hands get a little bit too greasy, just take your little towel. I don't know what the towel is for. I think it's for brushing off your stuff. <laughs> really don't know. Um, but maybe get a second towel to wash to just kind of take off the sunscreen. Um, the ungloved hand, um, mm-hmm. if you wear a glove, um, you can do your own experiment. You can look at your hands, and you can see sun damage usually more so on the one that's ungloved. Mm-hmm. So protection there is key. Um, so making sure that you just reapply, making sure that it's a priority to you because um, the last thing I want to do as a dermatologist is come in. I do this all the time to, for people, to, to people, and I feel bad about it, but you grow a skin cancer, and I have to cut it out, and now I've kept you off the course for two weeks. And I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt that. So just wear your sunscreen. It's a great preventative, not only for skin cancers but photo aging. 
you know, uh, we have a talk coming up on August 3rd, this Wednesday, about skincare routines, and the hallmark of everything always starts with sunscreen. sunscreen what's the, what's the strength? You want at least a 30. So okay. at least a 30. Um, if you look at the, the way it just kind of tapers off at about a 30, we start to get plateau as to how much um, sunblock, you know, percent of waves that are blocked. The 30 is about right. Unless you're out there for a long time, or let's say you're going on the live tour, going to go to um, somewhere, South Africa, Saudi Arabia, you probably want a 50. Um, ingredients are really important, so you want something with zinc and titanium in it. Um, people will com complain that, oh, it leaves me this white hue. Um, in my husband's skin, if he wears the really, the, the ones that are untinted, he has this white hue on his skin, um, which I always tell him is bad marketing because it's not blending in, so I have him wear one with, with, with tint to it. And men can wear it. It's okay. It blends in with your skin. Um, it actually looks pretty nice. So um, you know, making sure that you have something that works well for your skin, but 30 is great. Zinc and titanium, zinc oxide, titanium dioxide, they are the two that are the physical barriers. So they reflect the rays. They're not the chemical ones. And they're completely reef safe. So if you're traveling and you're concerned about environmental factors, that also comes to play. You can take it in. And put it on every day when you're playing golf because, I mean, with the weather, you look at the weather and you think, well, it's kind of kind of cloudy but foggy. I don't need to need anything today. Yeah, and as I told you before, it's the out of sight, out of mind. Um, but those rays are sneaking through. They're getting right through those clouds, through our fog, and right onto your skin. And so, like I said before, there's a nice, if you look at the weather app on your phone, there's a UV index, and you can get an idea because, you know, you might play at 8 a.m., you might not be thinking anything of it, but by the time, you know, you get it, you know, you're on hole 16, it's 11, we're getting a little bit closer, and you've forgotten your sunscreen in the morning, um, and temperature has nothing to do with the sun rays. So the UV that gets through those clouds and the fog cause the photo damage, so your premature aging and also your skin cancers. And so just making sure that you're aware of how intense the, skin, the sun is, but just making sure you're prepared. And there's been studies that show no matter what you're doing, if you wear sunscreen on your face every single day, um, it actually does protect you. Just if you get one that has UVA, UVB protection, uh, we get a lot, a lot of us are in front of a screen a lot from our phones, our uh, laptops, our iPads, um, and then also the light, just the normal um, visible light that we get from overhead lighting that can also lead to photo aging photo aging and so making sure that you have something that has a UVA so those are the what are called the broadband broadband have UVA and UVB there's been a lot of press recently there was an article that the US doesn't have the best sunscreens and we should um, but part of that is because of that you, there's other um, ingredients that are approved in other countries that are UV filter UVA filters specifically um, so look for one that's broadband, UVA, UVB, but usually you stick with the zinc and titanium, you're covered. One other question for you. Sure. You see you see something like in the mirror or whatever, and you think, eh, that's not, I don't know about that. That's not, that, that's not, that's nothing, nothing I really need to get to right now. It's okay. What's when, when should you think, well, maybe I should have it looked at? Absolutely. I tell people to play the game, the old Sesame Street game, like one of my spots is not like the others, or the ugly duckling, right? So if you have a spot and it looks nothing like anything that you have, um, it, as much as you can go on Google and WebMD, right. you're probably not going to be able to diagnose it. There's a reason why dermatology residency is four years. 
Um, and there are times, you know, we, we don't know looking at things. And so it's important to see a dermatologist um, to get that diagnosed. Uh, we'll biopsy it if we need to, or we can reassure you if that's the case. Um, I've had patients coming in wanting to rewrite their wills. They're crying. They've been told that the spot on their back, you know, they're basically going to die in the next two years. Um, it's benign. It's fine. It just looks funny. But to the dermatologist, it's a beautiful spot. Um, I've had other patients come in and say, oh, no, that's nothing. That's been there for you know, 20 years. It's a very invasive melanoma. Um, and unfortunately, we've missed a window of opportunity to get it, um, you know, to take care of it and cure it. So uh, if you see something you don't like, something looks funny to you, call us, make an appointment. We'll get you in. That's good advice. That's good advice. Uh, so uh, you are on Cass in that sort of that main intersection there, right? Yeah, so the four-way stop at Cass in El Dorado. We are at 900 Cass, brown building, two stories. Um, there's our parking off of our off of the El Dorado. Um, and we'd be happy to see you. So. That's so. That's fantastic. Yeah. And you and your and your wonderful staff you have that actually shows up and not only shows up but shows up on time they show up on time That's a lot. they do a great job um, i'm so proud of them um but we do need more housing for them so <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, because especially as we expand and we hire more um it's really important that you know everyone's well taken care of um because we want to take care of our employees just so that, that they can continue to t take good care of all of our patients parasoldermatology.com you got it and Vote for us in the Monterey County Weekly. Absolutely. And Merry Christmas to everyone. That's right. <laughs> and, That's and, right. Just a, and just on that note, just a quick plug because um, this is the time to start thinking about your holiday plans because to get your skin ready for the holidays, you don't want to start in November. You want to start like October. So just putting that out there. All right. Thanks, All right. Christina. Thank you so much and, for having and me. And come back again. Absolutely. All right. We appreciate you. And happy anniversary. Uh, sixth anniversary for uh, Christina and Javier. All right, Shag Bag Show, Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday Live from Del Monte, Dave Marzetti. And the main guy from next door, it's uh, the one and only Neil Allen. Good morning, how are you? Groovy, how are you? I'm doing great. It's uh, good to be out and about on a Saturday. And That's right. Watching That's a right. cool little tournament. That's right, huh? That's yeah, right. Yeah, we've got the uh, 72nd uh, Monterey City Amateur, which is, uh, is a... It's a fun event. Uh, you see a lot of local guys, a lot of good young players coming up, and um, and it's available to everybody because there's several different fields. Whether yeah, you're a championship, uh, seniors. I was gonna senior. do it, you know, but the show I can't. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're in here getting free medical well, advice. Uh, yeah, that's what it's all about, is, right uh, there. Which is good until you have a urologist on. But well, the 72nd annual Monterey City Amateur. So I I, I do I do. Uh, match amateur that's the one part i'd match so yeah and that's would, fun would, but uh, yeah, as you know there's a lot of uh, good locals yeah here and, uh, craig ling we just saw tee off is he on the turn there or something is he, that yeah he started backside today okay. so he's uh, going through the the front uh, i think he was about middle of the pack so he had an opportunity to move up and, and uh make a splash all right oh he was almost on that uh, trophy next door that big trophy uh, from 1975, when he was in a playoff with Mike Chapman, whose name is on that trophy. Yes, yes, Chappie. Yeah, the, uh, two, two classic guys, two classic Monterey guys. That's uh, right. And um, legends in That's their right. own way. That's right. Around here, so yeah, yeah, good guys. But yeah, Craig's an avid golfer. Loved to go to his rest restaurant and see all those uh, flags from all those That's golf right. courses he's visited. It's uh, 
It's just part of this town. Absolutely. So tell us about uh, when, when tea times will be available with this going on and everything. Yeah, we're unfortunately we're closed out today for the event, and we have a cut. Uh, so the people that make the cut will play tomorrow morning. But tea times open up around 11 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Golf course is in championship condition, so it's a great time to play. Uh, there is availability, so give us a call, and we'd, we'd love to put you down let you put on some absolutely perfect greens. Uh, all the Looking good are, out there, huh? Oh, they're raving about the greens. The greens are really good. And fast. Fast, um, receptible, and fast, which is a good combination. So we're, we're, happy, to, we're happy to book anybody for a, for a tea time and just come on out and enjoy this Monterey weather. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, you got to take advantage of the Deuce Club like Javier, Christina's husband out there putting around. He's a Duke Club member. And uh, pays, it pays. you're losing money if you don't join the Deuce Club and you're yeah. a golfer. If you're a golfer, this is the thing to do. You get discounts here at Del Monte, Spyglass, Spanish Bay. You get free rounds at the Hay. Uh, went over there the other day. The putting clock over there is fantastic. Uh, you get retail discounts, uh, grill discounts, beverage cart discounts. It's um, it's very dynamic, and there's a little something for ever, anyone. So just give us a call. We'd love to get you signed up and get you taken advantage. I got a phone call today from a guy from my hometown in Louisiana Wow. who joined, uh, and he's going to take advantage of it. Wow. Uh, but whether you're local or outside yeah. the area, because I know this goes coast to coast, and, Absolutely. Uh, we would uh, we'd love to have you out and tell you all about the Dukes. And it's for you and three of your friends. That's right. You can go over to Spyglass, Spanish Bay, or even here at Del Monte and bring three friends, and, and they can all enjoy your member discount. So you got friends in town, family, whatever it is, uh, we've got something for you. Thanks, Neil. 373-2700. Give us a call. We Thanks, appreciate Dave. You. We appreciate you. All right, uh, Shane Dahlman, we usually have you here in person, but uh, you're on the – is this the first time we've had you on the phone? Uh, the second time, actually, but wow. it was a couple years since we had to do it this wow. way. Wow, that's wild. So uh, what's happening? Did you uh, – oh, wait. You got to do the. You got to say the good mornings first. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, Puff. Good morning, Soleil. <laughs> hey, uh, what's what's going on movie wise? What, what have you seen? Well, we've only seen six since the last time we met on the okay. air. So, uh, one we waited for cable because, but it was a, still a major studio release of this year, and that was called The Lost City, and that's the one where Sandra Bullock is the romance novelist, and her cover model Channing Tatum is trying to rescue her from real-life mad archaeologist Daniel Radcliffe, and Radcliffe gets involved. The problem is, if you've seen the trailer, you have seen the film, and the film drags it out for two hours and is so insipid you'll be howling for it to end. Unless, of course, you're in it strictly for Channing Tatum's anatomy. Then we saw Elvis. That is the new Baz Luhrmann film, and um, David Austin, not Dave Austin, excuse me, uh, and Tom Hanks does a very interesting job playing Elvis and Colonel Tom Parker, except the film is derailed by Tom Hanks essentially playing Colonel Parker as Satan for some reason and narrating the film very unreliably. However, Austin Butler is very good in the role of Elvis himself, and there are a couple of great standout sequences, including when he sings Trouble for the first time. That is a standout. And if you want to see something really scary, we saw The Black Phone, and that is the one with The Grabber. And Ethan Hawke is absolutely terrifying as The Grabber, who abducts children in his black van. And our hero 
has to rely on the spirits of the grabber's previous victims for advice on how to get out of the situation and become a man in the process. The film is flat out terrifying and excellent. And we saw Thor Love and Thunder. That's the latest MCU movie. And aside from the foreboding prologue with Christian Bale, the film is so goofy that I couldn't take the serious part seriously. On the other hand, Russell Crowe is hilarious in the role of Zeus. So if you want a comedy, you got a comedy. What is not a comedy is where the crawdads sing. And that, my friends, is a very strange film based on a literary phenomenon, which I have not read. And that's where the Bayou Girl is accused of a mysterious murder. And the film is very picturesque. And the actress, Daisy Edgar Jones, does a wonderful job in the film. However, it's more melodrama than thriller in my book. And finally, there is Nope. That is the new Daniel Kaluuya, Jordan Peele film. And if you think you got the idea from the trailer that an alien force is haunting a horse ranch, the trailer didn't give you half of this exciting original thriller, which includes a terrifying flashback involving a chimpanzee. I do not want to spoil it anymore. So that's the movies. All right, Shane, we appreciate you. And next time, we hope to have you here in person. You got it. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a wonderful weekend. All right, Shag Bag Show, Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. We appreciate you so much and uh, love having you along every Saturday morning as part of your Saturday morning routine, hopefully, because it is part of ours. That is for sure. We couldn't do it without you. That's for sure. We're going to give... Uh, Sound Tringali. Hey, there he is. We got you on the live on the Shag Bag Show. Sound Tringali from Monterey Fish. Tell us all about it. What's going on? What do you got for us down there? Hey, another beautiful day down here. We got some beautiful local rock art, petrolli, local halibut. They're catching them right off the the Monterey Beach Hotel over there. It, it, you can see the boats fishing from the wharf, and the halibut is beautiful. Um, we got our salmon season is going to restart August third. And they'll be fishing again. And uh, so we're excited. Hopefully we'll get a few Monterey salmon. This will be the last opening of the season. And we've got the parking. Just drive right up to the front door. 375-3511. We're ready. We've got the people working over here. we got ice. If you're going to go out of town, bring some fish to your family out of town. we got it. We can pack it up for you. We're ready. All right. That's what that sounds good to us. You're always ready down there, always friendly, always loving the locals. Three seven five thirty five eleven Argumbare, South Tringalian family. Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds good. All right, and uh, we're sort of we're sort of wrapping up our show today with with making the calls. And you know what's funny is you actually get to hear me. Uh, yes, because it's so so wonderful, isn't it? But you actually get to hear us making these calls this, this morning. Because normally when we have a co-host sit next to us in the chair, I'm making the call and then I'm getting the caller ready. So that way you don't have to hear the phone ringing like this right now. But uh, when I don't have a co-host in here today because our co-host wasn't feeling well. Uh, well, I've got to do it this way. And there's Victor Sandbagger. Hey, it's a beautiful day at the seaside golf mart, baby. All right. What's happening? What do you got for us today? 
You know, I thought I'd talk about something that uh, we seldom talk about, and that is our full service repair shop. What is that noise in the background? You know what? That's somebody working in the repair shop. I'm standing right here. Okay. You know, this uh, repair shop is absolutely uh, full service. Um, we can do anything from uh, re-ripping your clubs on up to uh, reshafting all your clubs. The prices are very reasonable. Um, sometimes people just love their clubs so much that uh, as things change, there's strange changes. They may need a different uh, um, shaft in their clubs, and we're able to do that. We have folks. We can sell you the shaft, and we can put them all on for you. Broken, broken clubs are no problem. Bring them on in, and we can fix those as well. So it's a wonderful service. Come on in and use it, baby. That's right. And you know what? That I love that that gripping thing because you just take all your clubs, then you 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 get those grips that tell them the grips you want to put on there, and before you know it, it's done, professionally done, and uh, it, it, it helps. Really, does help your game. Yeah, you know, one of the biggest changes in mine was I went from uh, a standard grip to a mid-sized grip. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, my ball straightened right out. It was a wonderful thing. <laughs> there you go. It was a wonderful thing, yeah. Hey. <clears throat> and I had a great sandbagging day yesterday. We uh, played in the Captain's Cup at Monterey Pines uh -huh. and took third gross score. Wow. How about that, huh? Congratulations. That yeah, was I fantastic. Think, uh, I think my my photo should be in the Herald or something. Again, again. We'll see. Hey, uh, give us the hours. Okay, we are 9 to 7, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5, 10 to 5 on Sunday. Uh, come on in and see us. And uh, once again, enjoy our full service repair shop. Thanks, Vic. You're welcome. We'll see you again. We'll appreciate you very much. Vic the Sandbagger from the Gulf Park Superstore, 2040 Fremont Boulevard in Seaside. 583-1000 for everything golf. They will not be undersold. All right. We got the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101FM for your Saturday morning. Thanks to all of our wonderful supporters of the show, our monthly supporters, Mike Morata, Laurel Morata, Rachel Morata, George Casal, Paul and Susie Martin, Gary and Dorian Curcio, Stephen Morgan, McNally, Marty and Francesca Wolf, Timmy Blunt, Canavan, Rob O'Keefe, Ben Beasley, Oscar Moore, and Jack Colante, Shane Elisa Dolman, Kevin Phillips, Chris Shake, Dave Downey, Wendy Brickman, Barbara Dickinson, Mark and Lisa Lavin, Pam Tannis, Kathy Cullum. Darren Matthews, Tony Albano, Mike's, and Mary Boland, all monthly supporters. And you can be a monthly supporter of the Shag Bag Show, too, at Anchor FM. That's where you can go and sign up and uh, keep us going. Been going 20 years now, over 20 years, live from Del Monte Golf Course, the oldest course west of Mississippi, home of the Dukes Club and home of the Shag Bag Show. Thanks to all of our wonderful guests on the show today for show number 1059. We'll do it again next week. We might even have a co-host in the co-host seat. We'll, we'll see. Hey. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. God bless. Take care. And we'll do it all again from Del Monte next Saturday morning. And as Sammy always said, it's chow time.